Howdy folks, my name is Jonathan Keim and I am the Communications Director of Cryptocurrency Wire. It's just one brand of over 30 that are part of the Investor Brand Network that we've developed over 10 years. So we've got lots of brands, most of them focus on the investment crowd. And what we primarily focus on with our Cryptocurrency Wire brand is to connect mainstream and financial markets with the latest innovations that are coming out in crypto. So that way they're informed and can benefit from the technology and the inventors you know, behind them can benefit from you know, all their labors and all the great things that they're coming out with. If you would like to reach out to us, feel free to go to our website at CryptocurrencyWire.com or you can follow us for the latest news on Twitter at CryptoNetWire. Hey folks, welcome back to the Wild West Crypto Show. I'm Drew. I'm Brent. And here we are this week with Jonathan Kime, Cryptocurrency Wire. Jonathan, is there any news in crypto this week? Oh my goodness. Yes, there is lots of news for sure. <laughs> well, I tell you what, let's dive into it, man. You got some good headlines this week. All right, Banza Holdings to present at the Q1 Virtual Investor Summit. So tell us about that. What are they going to be presenting? Sure. So we'll get into what they do here in a little bit. As far as Investor Summit, they're one of the many new conferences we started working with after the start of the pandemic, and we've been working together ever since. So if anybody watching the show is interested in watching presentations of up-and-coming companies like Banksa, it's completely free to join. And what Banks is doing is building a bridge between traditional financial systems, regulation, and the digital asset space. They're already partnered with almost 100 crypto exchanges, and as with most of the presenting companies there at Investor Summit, they are publicly traded. Oh, wow. So are they like providing KYC and some uh, uh, anti-money laundering yeah. documentation? Yeah, so you such? can go between fiat and crypto and all that good stuff. Wow. Wonderful, you wonderful. Know, you know, Bobby, I mean, uh, Jonathan, what I like about this is, once again, we talk about how much easier, and we talked about it on today's uh, Country Mile update. And that is, you know, in the early days, as you well know of doing this, navigating through this stuff was pretty tough. They're making it easier and easier. So for all you folks that are a little bit more than crypto curious and now you want to get into the game, sounds like this is another one of those, you know, guides for the industry. And the other thing that I wanted to comment, as soon as you said this, this summit, this investor summit, folks, if, you know, watching shows like this, you used to have to go to a oh, yeah. conference oh, yeah. to learn anything. And now you can do it from the comfort of your own home with a with a tall boy. and Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's you can awesome. do it in your bathrobe, and it's not a problem. I mean, <laughs> you know, when you get right down to it, this virtual stuff. And, mm -hmm. You know, we did a, the uh, Bad Crypto Guys yeah. did a little forum that I, I was involved in. I think you were out of town. And I, I just loved it. Yeah. I, I tell you what, I, I really loved it. In fact, the National Retail Federation did theirs this year in January Yeah, uh, virtually. So. Yeah, that's awesome. So here, let's go to the next one. Bitcoin Depot launches more than 100 new uh, Bitcoin ATMs surpassing surpassing 2,000 kiosks worldwide. So obviously, Jonathan, they wouldn't be doing this if there wasn't growth in the space. Give us some more info on that. Absolutely. And these 100 new ones weren't all in just a couple of states. They were spread across 24 of them. So lots of decentralized distribution there, lots of reach in many new markets. And in just the last six months, the company has more than doubled its ATM count. 
And of course, their ATMs make it so much easier for users to buy uh, Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum instantly. And like we discussed before, you know, with these ATMs, it really makes it real for those that aren't, you know, in the digital space all the time. It, it makes it a lot more real and, and in their local market. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Brent, as you said, it's also a transaction where people are doing something they're oh, already yeah. familiar and comfortable oh, yeah. with. Yeah. And then you can go in. So I take it they, they take credit debit cards. Do they do more than just Bitcoin or, you know, is there a variety of tokens they can buy? So in the press release, Litecoin and Ethereum was listed, uh, all three being available instantly. So I don't know exactly how you get Bitcoin instantly uh, with 10 minute block times, but uh, that's what they say. Oh, very interesting. Brent, next time, I don't well, think we have them in Kerrville yet. No, we? no, no, no. They'd have to be uh, blue hair Bitcoin <laughs> ATMs because with, with all the elderly we got here, that 10 minute wait time wouldn't bother any of them. So, yeah. so, so we'll have to, next time I'm somewhere, one of the big towns here, I will look for one of these things and I'm going to have to try it just for yeah. the experience. Oh no, you know? most yeah. definitely. All right, let's go to the last one. Retail investors bought more Bitcoins than institutions in Q1 2021, JP Morgan says. Now that's interesting because you had MicroStrategy, mm -hmm. you had a lot of big Gray players. Grayscale, you got a lot of big players that came in and bought Bitcoin, but then guess what? You got PayPal's letting people buy it and a bunch of other onboard ways that you get a bunch of little ones and it adds up to some coins as well. So tell us about that one, Jonathan. Sure. So it was institutions at first driving this new bull run, but it appears retail has stepped up in a big way uh, to take the lead again. Square and PayPal were attributed for a big part of this. Of course, with massive stimulus dumping in now, uh, we'll likely see retail do even more uh, compared to institutions in the weeks ahead. I, I, I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, I, you know, matter of fact, let me tell you funny. I talked to my son earlier today and he said, pop, did you get stimulus? And us cowboys don't get that, you know, <laughs> but anyway, and I said, no, I didn't. And he said, well, let me tell you something. He said, I'm going, pulling the cash out of the bank. It hit his bank apparently this morning. And he said, I'm buying crypto with it. So yeah. apparently a lot of other folks are doing well, that. And you know what? A couple of the guys that have been working out for, uh, working for me over on the building. Yeah. Boss, can we go to lunch and you explain to us how we want to start buying some of these cryptos and investing in some of these stocks and stuff? And I think that's great because the more young people that you can get involved in it, now all of a sudden the financial system and capitalism versus socialism and, you know, all of a sudden the light bulb comes on. You know, they, they say if you can't be a Democrat when you're young, you don't have a heart. And they say if you can't be a Republican when you're old, you don't have a brain. <laughs> and so, you know, I want a lot of these young people to, you know, let's let's work on that heart and give them a brain. So. Well, I wonder what was wrong with Biden. Now I know. So, <laughs> sorry about that little. Um, Jonathan, great stuff. And I, I tell you what, I think 2021 is going to be a banner year. And I think we're starting to hit the turn in that hockey stick. So great stories, Jonathan. Thank you, sir. It's always a pleasure to be on the show. All right. Yeah, have a good one. We'll see you again next week, buddy. Wild West Crypto Show will be back in two minutes.